Aloha. Eat a dick and put gravy on it. But I don't think I don't think the D word dwarf is a slur. Welcome, we're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Ryan Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 359. They said it couldn't be done. It's been... Oh my God, I dropped my pencil. My mechanical pencil. It's been done. Uh, If you would like to subscribe to our bonus content, you should do that. Go to theballerlifestyle.com. Click the link at the top of the page. Do that. Click... Click our red circle link, five bucks a month. Additionally, if you would like to send us a an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. If you'd like to call us, there's a lot of guys that call us, and they're pretty good. 949-464-8257-TBLS. That's all the particulars. I'm joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, um, I had the, I have, it's been like 10 minutes. Have you ever been chewing like almonds and I got some crumbs down the wrong pipe? Oh yeah. It's like in your windpipe. It's a tough one. You're trying to, you're trying to cough it out? Nuts. Nuts. So yeah, I got nuts deep down my throat. Yeah, you do. You do. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things that quick clear your throat doesn't do it. Uh There's. It sucks. It kind of makes it worse. And you like go to clear your throat and it's almost like you get some saliva into the windpipe too. And that kind of makes it worse. It kind of tickles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's actually nuts are supposedly like one of the worst things you can eat prior to broadcasting. And I (laughs) I know, I know. Despite what what episode three something. Yes. I'm still an actor in every right. way it's i know how much you like to get your lips around some nuts but maybe we don't do it just prior right. to making a podcast right. as as well, a rule do have my soothing tea so that's good yeah i know you always have your tea you know what i'm doing you know how it was dry january it's turning into wet february yeah, I mean that is what tends to happen yeah. for me. You go you go one direction and then you go the other. So my um we're recording this a day early. Thank you for doing that, Ed. We're recording this a day early cuz I'm leaving uh in the day after tomorrow to go skiing with my kids. And so it's kind of like a vacation-ish week for me. Sure. And then on the week, this weekend, you know, now that it the, now, day be, the day before the, the weekend yes. before vacation, it's vacation time. Yeah, totally. You get, you hit vacation mode and then the, you know, I have kids and my girlfriend, she has a child. And so it's rare that we get like an extended period of time where neither of us is in possession of our children. And so this, yeah, this weekend happened to be, we had, neither of us had our children Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, man. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. But then it's like, you, you, you dive in like with both feet. It's like, 
it's like when you go to your buddy's bachelor party when you're 28, you go a little too hard because it's just too exciting. And I went a little too hard this weekend and I'm really feeling it. I need a lot of sleep to catch up. The thing is, when you're once your age starts with a four, you just do not recover like you used to. That's the big thing when when it's the recovery. It's the recovery. It's not that big of a change. The recovery, right around the the four handle, things things the recovery time gets extended. Yeah, and it's and I'm not and it's not like I went so so hard, but we stayed up late into the night and then I never caught up on sleep, even though I slept a lot the next day. It's just it's gonna take me four or five days of full nights of sleep to get feeling normal again. But also now that it's wet February, I'm I'm drinking a I just had a cider. I like and, a good cider. Oh yeah, I like a cider. I've been turned on to cider recently. And now I'm having an Ashland blackberry lemonade seltzer and it's very delicious yeah good for you yeah. i'm uh i'm extend i extended the uh the dryness oh, I'm, I'm son of a bitch i'm going till my birthday march 11th wow <laughs> that's still probably the greatest thing you could know about ed daily <laughs> well, is that sorry, not not my birthday 311 day. i'm doing it for the 311 day right it's ed's birthday <laughs> is you'll never forget i know a couple people Whose birthday? I don't know one word in their songs. I just know. know. There's all the same. (laughs) Yeah, it's there's no. I know a couple people whose birthday is nine eleven, which is a real bummer. That is a huge. I know it's a real bummer, but I also know that your birthday is three eleven, which is so uplifting. It is. It's the opposite of having your birthday on nine eleven. It is the most uplifting birthday you can have. Exactly six months after the worst day domestically in American history. Exactly six months later, it's 311 day. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. It's like (laughs) the inverse. Just unbelievable. (laughs) Yes, that's them. That's what they do. Um, So... Um, I get it. You're shaming me. You're you're better than me because no, you're not drinking no, no. for here, all of February point. either. I'm sure, I'm sure I doubled whatever your intake was in December. Like I just have to get out of this cycle yeah. where I I cut booze and yeah. and you know bad food for a while, and I just get to the point where I was before the bender. Yeah, like I need I need to go below the last bender so I can. So I don't have to feel like dog shit when I do put on right. five pounds. Right. It's, it's, the, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. It's the, cause, cause what we're doing is we're playing for a tie. You just, that's you, exactly it. Yeah. You just do, you do the thing well for a while. So then you can be shitty for the next while. And, and then you're the same. Say, say it again. Have a beer and a cheeseburger. Yeah. So you can have that beer and cheeseburger. Like yeah. that's what the goal is. So you just have that and not, feel like shit so i'm not shaming i i did a horrible job from about halloween to new year's i just did a bad job myself but who are these assholes that can have a beer you know those guys that like come home on a would yeah to be that yeah i just i don't know i don't know how to do that yeah those guys that it's like sunday afternoon they're mowing the lawn or whatever and then they just crack one beer and then that's it they just have a beer they don't have problem, four or five more. My problem, if I'm going to have a beer at two in the afternoon, I'm thinking, 
oh man this is this is early to start it not yeah. to have it it's to start it's always to start so i mean it's not like i, I i'm in college and i have to have 14 beers yes. but i cannot have one no you don't you can't have one because well you're, you're probably like me you're like oh, if i have one i'm gonna start to get tired so I should just, I should just have, I should just like sip, just sip another one after that. Cause I don't want to like burn out. And then it's like, I can't stop at this point. I might as well keep going. Yeah, exactly. Just keep, just keep so, it going. Um, but I, uh, yeah. I'm, 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 if I had a vacation or something, I'd be right there with you. And that, that is yeah. a great feeling the day before you're taking yeah. off. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I was excited. I plan, we started planning, a little summer trip. We're just going to do like a road trip, but, uh, but we're going to fly and then rent a car from there. And I booked my first flight in like a year and a half or whatever it was. Oh yeah. How'd that feel? Feels pretty good. You got something to look forward to. Yeah. It's like something on the calendar and you know, we'll be fully vaccinated. It's, it's, I'm going to feel very good. Where are you? Do you want to, do you want to apprise us of your family vacation? I I have, friends in the south so oh. i'm gonna be in tennessee i'm going to nashville oh. um memphis it's gonna be hot yeah we're we're thinking getting really hot going to new orleans oh yeah um but <clears throat> it's gonna be a flight rent a car you know driving around but yeah like and we might we're actually thinking of going even going to like Asheville, north carolina which is supposed to be cool oh yeah that sounds amazing um, to like, cut cutting across Cutting across uh, Tennessee into North Carolina and then back up. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm excited. It's just it's something different. Something I mean, well, just being home. Yeah. Three Eleven, by the way, that was the day. Like Gobert yeah. Yeah. and and Tom Hanks. Like that was yeah. that was the day. So we are we are almost at a year of just like being in the same apartment. Yes. This we- all these people with their houses. Like oh, I yeah. saw somebody I bitching and moaning. When they were like, it was like May, and somebody was like, oh, I'm going to kill my kids. And I was like, I'm pretty sure in the background of that post, you've got a fucking pool. Yeah. I'm in an apartment. I believe that, I believe that um, Ellen DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres, as I like to call her, was, she said, being stuck at home, this was early in the pandemic, I said, she said, being stuck at home was like being in prison. She lives in like a forty million dollar estate in Montecito. If she had my financial portfolio at home, she'd jump out a window yes. tomorrow. Exactly. You know, if she woke up with my situation, yes. I'm perfectly happy. I'm not complaining. Of course, but Ellen DeGeneres has all the money. She's it's, there's no money left for us. You and I could have more money, but Ellen DeGeneres has it all. She's kept all the money, so we don't get any. She's got all of the money. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm in. It's luckily my children are only here half the time, but my son is 15. He's the. Right. He's a man. He's the size of a man. It's. It's. There's two men. In, when my kids are here, there's two men in a, a little apartment in a. You know, this. I live in a sleepy little beach town. Like things are small here. It's everything smaller, so you can fit more homes. It's a tiny little apartment with two full-grown men in it most of the time, and it's hard. It's not yeah, my, easy. Uh, my thirteen-year-old 
hit puberty during the pandemic, yeah. like oh, it grew wow. six inches. Like he's a he's a big dude himself. Like my thirteen yeah. year old is probably I don't know five six. Like he's a big kid now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Well, hopefully things seem like they're looking better. Hopefully there's not a yeah. a Super Bowl surge. Like people are things are opening up. I, I talk agree. about going back things, to school where I live. Are, things are certainly looking better. And uh you know, if you're savvy enough you can get vaccines around right, here. Right. Good for you. Hy- hypothetically today. Right. Um, but <laughs> got my second today yeah but, oh that's uh, good um did you get the but, moderna or the pfizer i heard I got, the i heard the moderna the kicks your ass the the it's a big dead arm situation yeah i've heard um, that but i've heard people feel sick too you don't feel sick yeah i didn't after the first just a bad dead arm and uh you know we'll see i'm about eight hours after so I heard, yeah i heard the second one can can be gnarly um but uh what was i gonna say uh oh, fuck nothing important Oh, great. Um, well, good for you. That's that's all good news. I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but I just saw this before the show. I saw that um, Chipper Jones has weighed in on Twitter um, on some oh. on some S- Sandy Hook was a hoax. And Come like on! I know, I know. And it's hard because oh. I've shared on the show that I... I was not a fan you of liked him. I yeah, I was not a fan of Chipper Jones because mostly because yeah. he used to hit home runs from both sides of the plate every time he'd play against the Dodgers and he was a great player. And then I met him one time and I didn't want to like him and he was such a delightful, gracious, just enjoyable dude to hang out with way nicer than I would have ever expected. What just went out of his way to be cool to me and my friends for way too long of a period of time. And so, but so I'm kind of not that mad at him for, for having ridiculous views that he's voicing. Uh, I just, I, I think I can separate the man from his opinions, but I, I got to hear because I, yeah. I mean, what, what is, I know, I know it's, it's hard. I don't know. I just, I just saw it briefly and I did. So I didn't really investigate. I'll open Twitter. Cause there's, n- there's absolutely nothing worse than what these parents went through. And then you're going to be like, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I just want, like, I, I always kind of hope that the person is doing it, you know, as a joke, but you know, Chipper, Chipper Jones, he's from Florida, you know, it's not, I don't, I mean, if he's doing that as, as a joke, he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah, that's true. That's actually kind of worse. Um, Chipper Jones. Chipper. Just, that's a tough one. Yeah. Well, it was Larry. That's Chipper's kind of better than Larry. Although Larry, Larry's a good dude. Like Larry will let you borrow his lawnmower. Larry Dallas. Yeah, Larry Dallas. He'll get he'll get a couple stewardesses that are that are on a layover for him and Tripper to take down to the Regal Beagle. Okay, here's Chipper's tweet. Real CJ ten. So the FBI comes out and confirms that Sandy Hook was a hoax. Exclamation point. Where is the outrage? Question mark. What else? Where's the link? I know. What else are we being lied to about? Waco, 
JFK. Oh, and then he finishes off with poof, poof. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's, but, that's, he's, he's dismissive because come on, you expect me to believe something that every network on TV had footage of. Yeah. This could have been like, um, Newsmax or something like this is, you know, he could, he could be watching OAN either way. I, I love, I I don't know. I love, I love Chipper Jones. Um, that that shows how dumb he is the Waco thing because the Waco thing is has been one of the lightning rods to help get people involved in the pro gun movement. Like oh this. yeah, Waco is what caused uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, Janet Reno. She but w- like that was they went in there. So he's he's saying that's a hoax. So so you got worked up over nothing for Oklahoma City, or is that a hoax? Uh, right. Well, all I mean, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up because I I had, I just briefly saw it. I don't know what about like all those people did die in Waco. Like, I don't know why that really, I mean, it was a very clear cut, uh, aftermath. It wasn't like, yeah. Oh, we can't find these people. Like they, they found was, a lot of dead bodies, it was a lot of kids. And also my, a lot of those kids were Jeffy Dahmer's kids. Right. Um, not Dahmer. Uh, what's his it's name? David Fuck Koresh. Him. David Koresh. Yeah. All right. Wrong guy with the, uh, five o'clock shadow. Yeah beard looking thing and the glasses um, he had the glasses the glasses yeah, are a um, tell yeah uh-huh. the the funny thing obviously the the question always is what, what's the end game for these conspiracies but i love that people who don't have access to stuff are the ones who are like Oh, you guys don't know the real truth. Well, how the fuck would Larry Chipper Jones know the real truth? How's it possible? How's it true. possible he's plugged in that's to know the real true. truth that's true. about anything but hitting a curveball? That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, like who knows? Who really knows? You know, like if somebody, if somebody really knew, would they tell Chipper Jones? Exactly. It just it just wouldn't happen that way that Chipper Jones would be privy to something yeah. that we are not. I don't I don't so at this point yeah. he doesn't serve any purpose except for being an ex great baseball player. Like Hall he doesn't, of Famer. He doesn't serve a purpose yeah. as a yeah. some sort of conduit. Yes. Uh I, I mean I, I can't even imagine why he would have that kind of information I know. if it was I know. Well he says the FBI's confirmed right. it. So but I but I just want to say this. I like Chipper Jones. I still like him. He gets the benefit of the doubt with me, despite the fact that he may be he may have taken the blue pill or the red pill. You, whichever is the pill. You know that he he got the confirmation from a dude wearing a female body inspector t shirt and he's like, FBI confirmed it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I saw his card and everything. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, all right, let's do some. Let's jump in here. Let's do some. It's been a while. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck He seems down on his luck His voicemails really suck His voicemails really suck No one's enjoying him He's so annoying Plus so fucking 
boring and worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's a little Oh, speak of the devil. I recognize this phone number. South Bay area code, South LA area code three one zero. I believe this. Manuel. Is, I believe this is Manuel. BB King, E D Daily. Yeah. What up, fam? What up, fam? Gotta give props to my man T Raj, right. big baller alumnus. Yep. On his new show with the Flea Stack on seven ten ESPN for all us LA ballers. It's, he's alluding to, for the wider audience, our friend of the show, Travis Rogers, has a new evening radio show on ESPN 710 in L.A. And I listened to the first episode, or, you know, most of it, the first installment of Travis and his partner, Alan Sliwa, and Manuel called in. Oh. Manuel was right there. Man on a, like, he is very prolific. With the calls, not just to this podcast, but to all L.A. sports radio shows. Yup, tune in. Yeah. I saw somebody tweet when he he got the new show, which congratulations. Yeah, good for him. To Travis, but somebody goes, well, this is going to hurt his uh, chances of appearing on the Baller Lifestyle. And I was thinking, that probably pays a little bit better for him. (laughs) It is. Well, (laughs) you know, he's got, he works for Disney, so, uh, some uh, our our friend of our show, Ryan in Laguna Beach. Also, I heard him call in on Trav's first show, and he he was very nice and said he couldn't wait for me to be on Travis's show. I will say, Ryan, I I'm not expecting that invitation to come. That Disney call, house <laughs> house giving you a call. Yeah, I don't when when we were when we were chopping it up on Yahoo Sports Radio, Sporting News Radio, SB Nation Radio, uh, things were a little more open, a little more loose, a little more available for comedy. These, you know, I just I think they just want to talk kind of want to talk sports over there. You'll hear me calling. Also Ryan and Laguna Niguel. All right. I'm sure he's in the baller community. Anyhow, check it out. I was uh, at a stoplight right now, right? Look over to the right. I see a dude that is a spitting image of Herb Villachez. This is insane. Smoking a dude. Oh, yeah. Going dragon steed, dragon puffing out of his nose, right? Yep. yep. So it, it made me think, you know, Herb Villachez, for those of you listening who don't know who the hell it is, that's a legend that is tattoo from the original Fantasy Island with Mexican actor Supreme Raul Montalban from the 70s and 80s. That's, I think we're a little off here. Well, first of all, isn't he Hervé Villachez? Hervé Villachez, yeah. That's a, one thing. A, 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 a proud uh, man of Mexican heritage. You would think you would pronounce that. right. That last syllable. Also, Raul Montalblan. I think he he means Ricardo Montalblan, and I I'm not a hundred percent sure he was Mexican. He might have been Venezuelan. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give him the benefit of the doubt he, there. And also, I prefer to think of him as Nick Knack 
the henchman yes, and the man with the golden gun. Of course. Ricardo Monster. Oh, ma- oh, I stand. Cor- I, you sh- I should have known as an, as a man of Mexican heritage yourself, Manuel, that you would know that Ricardo Montablan was, was also Mexican. He is Mexican. He had, he had a, a, a next level, a first level rug back in the day. He did. It was, it was just, he, he decided this was the color yep. he was going to marry. Yep. And he was not, no matter what advice he was getting after yep. that, he's like, no, pretty sure I paid for a rug already. Yeah. We're, let the sides go a different color. Yeah. And I don't care. I also liked when he was Khan in the Wrath of Khan. Because he had he had to go with a different wig for that one. I mean, it is a st- oh man, there's a I'm just looking I've Google I've Google imaged Ricardo Montablan and his rugs are just on fleek and all we're definitely we're definitely gonna be going with a picture of Ricardo Monteblan on this on this episode because oh man there are some good ones uh, okay let's see, let's see this is weird because as I've as I was t- talking earlier about the um, the lovers weekend I had with my beautiful girlfriend the um, we just had a conversation last night about Hervé Villachez it's wow. like how often does he come up in conversation shit happens. Yeah, we have we have this with the show. We'll, we'll be talking about some random person that hasn't been thought of in thirty years. Yes, and then they'll come up twice in two weeks That's or something. So weird. And Hervé Villachez, he fucked. Oh, he fucked he, and he drank. Yeah, and he, he didn't yeah. almost nothing else. Yeah, he fucked and he drank. I believe he had like some model girlfriend. I mean, he had many. This guy, he could not be tied down. I believe one of them had him tattooed not quite life size on her back some <sighs> one of his women tattooed a an image of tattoo on herself i recall he was not uh he got it in okay so yeah, yeah. my point is i always got a kick out of the sidekick the dwarf sidekick oh, yeah. the midget sidekick yep. right mm-hmm. That's a lost art, man. Yeah. I'm hoping that Hollywood, since they steal every other idea from years past, why don't you bring back the dwarf sidekick? I agree. Let's have a midget dude hanging out with some man. cool cat. Those guys got to work. Or a sit job. Yeah. Yes. And- well, I'm not. I'm certainly not opposed to anybody working, but my goodness, you don't. You're not allowed to use Just the like M word. You're not allowed to use the M word. Let's just I say know. little person, I know. little people. It is. Um, it's kind of hard not to use the M word, though. He was just, ping, but he was just ping pong in between dwarf and What's, midget. Without, I, I mean, I, 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 it's it's a heartbreaking condition yes. because the world is just not made for no, you. No, it isn't. It's, it's tough enough with different yeah. um, abnormal. I don't yes. even know what to say. <laughs> I know but, you're but fucking the, it up. <laughs> but the world is just. I, there's there's a little person that lives in Hoboken. Oh, really? And I sometimes see him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's 55,000 people, yeah. and you see the little person. I know, you do. Um, I, I one time saw, I was picking my daughter up from gym, gymnastics, and we were coming home from gymnastics, and I saw a little person jogging 
with his golden retriever and he had the he had the leash of the golden retriever tied around his midsection and he was being towed basically on his jog by the little by the golden retriever and it's like i couldn't help but think he did that for me to see like he didn't like he wanted me to see him being towed by his golden retriever on his jog because it's burned in my memory and i if that guy's listening right now thank you for that cuz that was really cool to see I, you don't see him as much tony cox is the only guy that yes has that santa fair amount of work great great and, and he was in a couple oh uh me myself and irene he yes. was funny in that yeah um he was fucking you, jim carrey's wife see, yeah. yeah. Oh, she'll be in Wearblubber just as we hit the open road. Yeah. Um. Um. But I, I, I think if I had to guess, I would think there's just less being born now. That's my guess. Yeah, I think it's a lot like I'm like I didn't do this before I had children, but I know people do get these chromosomes. You know everything. Yeah, they get these chromosomal tests now. And then, you know, because it's, it's, and it's, I'm an idiot, so take this with a grain of salt. I believe it's a recessive gene situation. So it's, you both have to have something that could make a different thing. And they, they can test now, for that now. You could, it, I mean, it, it, technology has advanced so much that I know of pregnancies in the last few years that they can just tell so much yeah. from like, blood tests yep. now that like yep. used to be a much more invasive thing yep. when our kids were being born. And so I'm guessing you yep. just you see term. less you term. You get to, um, you go, you have them hook up that Hoover and just <laughs> suck that zygote right out of you. But it's, it's a fucking, it's a tough gig. Yeah, so. I, but I believe now it's in Manuel's defense and I'm, I'm the last, I'm the last, about the most famous, yeah. Peter Dinklage is getting plenty of work. Buddy of yours, you've se- you've seen Crazy. him in Manhattan in Chelsea, hammered on the street. Have you not? West Village, but sure. Yes, and you got to figure south of there. Yes, you got to figure. Much like Andre the Giant, who was a giant, he would often drink a, a hundred and twenty bottles of or hundred and twenty beers. Follow it up with a case and a half of wine. Follow that up with a couple of bottles of vodka and be fine. Because he was a he was a literal giant. He had acromegalia. Yeah, he, he would wait. He would wait. Box it like every day. Every day, and it was no big deal. The opposite is true about a, a little person. Sure. One and a half beers, they're probably on their fucking lips every time. It's just not, they can't even control it. You know, this Bill Simmons, he's very successful. You know, I can't. He's Bear. a land baron here in Southern California. He's, I know some people that know him. They say he's a nice guy. But he made, a, he made a documentary about Andre the Giant, and I was excited for it. And I watched it because the whole fucking thing was about wrestling. I, that's the I, one I, I thing was, we know was, about the guy we know I he's a wrestler sure where you're going with this yeah. 
I had the same thoughts. Yes. I was excited because like, what is this guy's life like? Yes. And it was a whole bunch of wrestling shit, which I'm not into. I, we already know that about him. It's the whole right. thing was about wrestling. It's the oh, one I'm thing. I'm so glad you said that. That yes. was my exact thought. I've, I know the wrestler. Like, right. I know he's a wrestler and I don't care about wrestling. Yes. It's the, it's the only thing we know about the guy is the wrestling aspect of him. Tell us everything else about him. And all it right. was was about how he was, how he came up as a wrestler and he was a giant in France and whatever. Went to Japan. Who cares? I want to know. It's pretty boring. I mean, they did have a little bit, you know, he had a daughter and he couldn't go anywhere and stuff like that. But th- that's assumed, you know, like, tell us more. Like, what was it like? What was he like? There wasn't enough of that. Okay, let's go. Oh, that's what I was going to say. In Manuel's defense, and I'm the last one to defend Manuel. Love him as a caller, though. I believe yes. I believe that the M word is not allowed. Midget. Saying that only for only just for reference. I believe and if there are any little people in our audience, especially if that guy that was running with the golden retriever that one time. If any of them are in our audience, I would like them to call in and just educate me. I believe the D word dwarf. It's a medical term. Dwarfism is a medical term. Right. So it's, I think it's a, um, I think it's not a slur is my point. I think you can kind of pick if you have that condition, how you want to be referred to. But I don't think, I don't think the D word dwarf is a slur. The M word I believe is, is widely considered a slurring of people with that condition. Let's let's let Manuel go on here. Those things are way, way long overdue for bringing back, uh, as far as Hollywood goes. Yeah. Instead of one of these stupid ass sitcoms, you always try to resuscitate. So Brian, yes. Well, Anywho, yeah. yeah. I, I know you said, uh, you know, dwarf might be correct, and I, I'm, I was just saying he's pinging around, and I know midget is no is no good, yeah. but. Do you think they're okay with being called those things are long overdue? <laughs> that, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I, I think you know, he meant those. Yes, tr- the word thing. <laughs> yes, the word thing is technically okay yes, to say, right. but con- contextually, I I'm not sure referring to them as those things. I, I wasn't listening that closely. I thought he meant like those those um, characters and movies. <laughs> so I don't uh, like little people sidekick yes. in those things. Agreed. Not Manuel. Not cool. Not cool. Clean it up, okay, buddy. Love you, but clean it up. Yeah, clean it up. Let's let's be respectful of all people here. Let's not slur people. You know, just Manuel being Manuel, Matt in L.A. being Matt in L.A. So I'm sure one of you ballers will write another song about me, Mm. Mm. call in and complain about Mm. me. But guess what? I did for a minute. But I'm never gone, baby. Woo! I'm a baller, always. Oh, hell yeah. Till death do us part. Woo! So, if you're into my cause, great. And if you're not, you could suck a dick. Oh, jeez. All right? Whoa. Outro. Ew. Outro. Bring back the midget sidekick, okay. damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank you for that, Manuel. It's always, you know, I had another, I was playing golf. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't listen to his calls to the end usually. Yeah, that was a good one. It was a good one, but still, that last yeah. two seconds. 
got him. He he hit the guardrails again. Right. He's he's trying he's he's trying to push us to a place, and he and he was definitely doing it there. But he he caught me yeah. in the right frame of mind. I will say this. He said he's like you could write another song about me, and it's funny. I was golfing with some buddies of mine. Yeah. And this one buddy of mine, you know, he's a corporate guy. He's, he's, uh, you know, he's does well for himself. He's got a corporate job. He's, you know, he's got a face out there in the corporate world. And so, you know, a lot of times another buddy of mine likes to make fun of him, um, for using drugs on the internet. And he doesn't really use drugs, but he smokes weed. Sometimes it takes edibles and that doesn't really count, but that also doesn't look good for his corporate face. So he had to ask my other buddy to not, not consistently call him a drug user on social media. Uh, but although it is really, it, yeah, it's fair. Although it's really funny when he does it, but, uh, he, I was playing golf with him not that long ago and he goes, you know, he goes, I'd really, um, I really have been wanting to call into your podcast. He goes, but I don't want anybody to write a song about me. So it's not like, <laughs> it's not just, it's not just Manuel thinking about that. There's other people, you know, it's, you're putting yourself out there. It can be embarrassing, but I would, I would recommend yeah. everybody, you know, if Manuel can do sure. it, anybody just call right in. Okay. Let's just, let's, let's clean it up here. Let's get to another voicemail. Let's see who this is. I don't recognize this number. Brian, Ed, what's up? It's David in Salt Lake. Oh, good Guess dude. What? I'm going to keep it short. Hey. What's the area code of Salt Lake City? 801. I don't know that. 801, okay. I assume. I mean, he's in Salt Lake. Sometimes people move from other places. I don't right. think David is from Salt Lake. True. So, I don't know. But it's a, he called from an 801 number. You know, David, last he called in, we thought there was some uh, professional big dong jealousy. And that reminds me, Ed. The penis connoisseur has reached out. Did is it somebody else jacking off? It's not. Some, I don't. Well, I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't get that information. Eight hundred one is the SLC, by the way. Yeah. Okay. He's eight hundred one. Independent. The only reason I think of this is because last time David called in, we were concerned that there might be some. He that he might have been saying that our other listener guru stew was breaking the well-endowed man code of right. bragging about his big ass dong and dave in salt lake you know he's six eight something like that right. he's a large man and i believe it's been communicated to me that he's pieced up as well and so there's some it might have been he didn't like that because that that's breaks the code i think so that just made me think Penis connoisseur reached out to me, Ed. Okay. She's received another listener submission. I, I can't. I can't believe people are just sending. I mean, you you got to be super confident. I thought. Do, I, I thought it was going to be zero. There's another. There's another one has reached out, and the the, the connoisseur TPC was not a, available to come on this week. So I don't want the whoever the submitter was to feel like he's been brushed to the wayside. Uh, we're very excited to have the penis connoisseur come on and review yet another dong submission to for rating. Is, is the goal. Yeah. Is the goal. It's just guys putting it out there because yeah. they're it's, hoping they're so impressive. She's going to want to, 
get together with them? Or do you think they really no. just want to have their, their dick reviewed? No, it's, it turns them on. Well, I don't know. I don't I guess like the guys who airdrop on the yes, uh, subway. Yeah. To yes. It's, they like that. They're showing a girl their dick. It's kind of hot to them. And I don't, I'm not against it. You know, I'm, I'm cool with it, but I just little preview. I just thought of it right now. Now that David's called in little preview, new dong submission coming dong review coming. I don't know if it'll be next week or the week after we've got to coordinate with the connoisseur. But when the connoisseur is available to call in, she's got a review coming for us. The penis expert at yahoo.com. If you guys want to show your uh, dong to a, a girl, that'll tell you what she thinks of it. Uh, okay. Let's get back to David. I, I once yeah. airdropped on a subway. Yeah. Uh, it was after a, a long night and I was with a buddy and uh, this was only like three years ago or something. Oh my God. And uh, Are you sure you want to admit to this? Yeah. Okay. Because it was just, it was, you know, that like, it wasn't super late because I can't do that anymore, but it was like midnight on a Saturday and there were young random people. And I just, I got, I, I sent it to this guy. Yeah. And because it was like, I don't know, is it Steve or something? So I knew it was a guy. Yeah. And so you, 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 you airdrop. Uh-huh. I sent him a picture of Ronald McDonald's and I could tell he like perked up when it was, I think it asked you if you want to accept the, the picture. Yeah, yeah, it does. Something like that. And so, you know, he thought, Oh, you thought he was getting some, some tits or something. Some, yeah. He thought he was getting yeah. something. Yeah. And you could see him like kind of scanning the uh, subway car like, and it was? was just trying hard not to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That is pretty funny. I don't know how because I often try to airdrop stuff to myself from one device to the next, and the devices yep. are literally 0. 0.4 oh, centimeters it's... apart from each other, and, and it's like, can't, n- nothing in the area. Yes. yes. So people are like, you have oh. to be like using the phone at the time. Yes, like, it has to be processing the internet at the time. Like it's it's bullshit. I don't know how it happens because it doesn't happen when I try. Okay, let's get back to David. The reason I like. Uh, I was choosing the Bucks is because the way they were playing, the way they rolled the Saints, the way they rolled the Packers at home, both on the road. So I honestly had faith in them. So anyway, just imagine your team. Was it the Chargers or Rams? Okay, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. I am now. But, or Ed, the Redskins, excuse me, the Washington football team, gets Tom Brady for two years. You're not going to reform? Come on. So, the reason for the call is, though, he's getting a lot of shit for getting drunk and throwing that fucking trophy, that stupid Lombardi trophy, across to Gronk. He's partying. And now somebody's complaining and they want an apology, somebody who had something to do with the making of the stash or whatever. But as far as I'm concerned, he could he could have, Gronk could have caught that. He could have he chucked it to the bottom of the fucking Tampa Bay. Who gives a fuck? I mean, I want your takes on that because I think it's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. They can make another trophy for how much money? I'm sure Brady would pay for it. But all right, guys, I hope your teams do well uh, in hockey, baseball. So, uh, but yeah, I told you I'd keep it short. See you. Bye. Thanks, David. Uh, Ed, are you familiar with that controversy? Yeah. Yeah. The daughter of. This was, I forgot to add this to our story, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. The daughter of the guy who made or designed the original, she goes, I have lost two nights sleep this week just thinking about it. Like, 
you fucking lunatic. We're in a pandemic yeah. and you are losing sleep over a potential Who trophy cares? that can be replaced. It wasn't a fucking six week old. Yeah. It wasn't it's Lord a, Stanley's cup. It's, There's only yeah, one of those. It's, it's, it's pretty, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm sure there's been many that we, that have, I mean, I know that those things have gotten destroyed and they've made new ones. Yeah, people fuck but, on them. Yeah. Oh, everything. Yeah. But, uh, get the fuck out of here. That That is such a big deal. Like, at least it showed Tom Brady being somewhat human that he was fucking around. Like, I mean, these guys are having a boat parade and yeah. they're, I mean, the, the, the sad part of that parade was somebody having to carry a, a grown man at like three in the afternoon, carry him out of there. Yeah, that was the sad. I don't the, see this is this. It's weird to me uh, and fuck Tom Brady, but th- it's weird to me that um, Tom Brady, a man who's never allowed a strawberry to pass his lips, that he's he's so He's so dialed in to his health and his training and his regime, his nutrition that he wouldn't, he, he doesn't eat nightshades, which I don't, that's like tomatoes. Tomatoes are filled <laughs> with lycopene. I don't know what, like to, tomato is a healthy thing to eat. Very he, healthy. Yeah. He doesn't eat those. He doesn't eat all sorts of things. He'd never tasted a fucking uh, a a strawberry till he was like 40 years old insane that's insane to say but also he, he'll get shit faced on a boat like that's confusing to me right like what's what is it's your confusing. discipline yeah don't, just don't it's pretend confusing, you're so disciplined but, but he seems like a real turd outside yeah. the football sphere so I'm sure he's got peer pressured because he doesn't know how to act around yeah. like because he's a nerd regular people yeah yeah, he's a nerd. He's so, a nerd. like, at that point, he's like, oh, I, I guess I have to drink. And then he couldn't handle it. And it was sad. Yeah. Um, But when he was fucking around with the trophy, it was like, hey, here's somebody being yes. human. Yeah. And this dipshit, the woman whose father designed the first trophy or some bullshit yes, like that. Cares. What, what do you have to do with it? Fuck. Is that your only purpose on life that your yeah. dad once designed a trophy 55 years ago? Yeah, it's it's called a commission. Somebody pays you to make something, then they can do whatever the fuck they want with the thing. If you don't want them to do whatever they want with the thing, don't make the thing for the person that's paying you. Only make things for yourself that you'll treat the way you want them. The fuck out of here with that. But also fuck Tom Brady, but not not for tossing the. Lombardi yes. trophy. Fuck Tom Brady, but not for tossing the trophy. And also, it's kind of funny because I didn't realize because the only video I saw was like a meme thing, and it was like somebody else's face on Gronk. I didn't realize he was to- tossing it to Gronk because I was like, oh, he just threw it to some people on a boat. How do you know they were going to catch it? But he threw it to Gronk. Of course he's going to catch it. Guy had a couple right. touchdowns in the Super Bowl. The guy fucking catches shit. That's the that's the funny thing about it. He's throwing to his receiver. Love it. Okay, one more. Oh, R.I.P. Vincent Jackson. Did you hear that? Former former charger. Did he kill himself? That's, they that's just what found him. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, he, they found him dead in a hotel room, yeah, right? He's yeah. He's very sick. He was, he was great. He was great, but he was never the same after he left Phil, Philip Rivers. You know, a lot. I thought, I thought he put in some good years with the Bucks. He was okay. He's, you know, a lot of a lot of being, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship. You got, 
to be a good receiver, you got to have a good quarterback. And to be a good quarterback, you got to have good receivers. You need both. But, you know, these guys take a lot of blows to the head. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, I Speaking of that, I remember... You remember Alvin Harper, the Cowboys receiver, with yeah, the like, White House, uh, who played played next to Irvin. Yeah, he was he was uh, the, he coordinated the White House, where that the house that they all had to, that they go party and do coke and and fuck hookers in. He was the he was the well, guy. I remember the Redskins signed him. Yep. And the next year, he had fifteen catches or something like that yeah. on the year. Yeah. He didn't because the good guy no, was covering he, him. He didn't play next. He didn't play next to Michael Irvin right. and Jay Novacek and have right. Emmett Smith and and yeah. he was dog shit. Yes, that happens. Right? Hey, how about you? Remember a guy called Scott Pippen? Played for yeah. played for the Chicago Bulls. The most the most overrated player in the history of the game. It's pretty good when he had Michael. When the defense was on Michael Jordan the whole time. He could. He wasn't getting yeah, double teamed. Helps. He could go to the rack. Helps. Went to the Hall of Fame, top fifty player all time. How do you feel about that, Ed? Awful. Awful. Okay. Let's let's listen to this last voicemail. We've really been talking here, but it's kind of fun. Hey guys, uh, Brian was talking about going. Ah, oh, Jesus! It's this guy, LSU Lala, the with a gorgeous voice, and he's he stopped fucking for a second to call us. He's all he does. He's always fucking and with his smooth ass voice. And then once in a while, he'll stop and call. He'll like one of my Instagram stories or he'll call into the to the podcast. He's like, um, I'm going to take a break from fucking, you know, in movies and TV shows where they're showing fucking, but they don't want to uh, show the graphic scene. So you just see a lot of romping going on in yeah. under the sheets. Yeah. And then you see an arm reach out and grab the phone yeah. from from the nightstand. That's yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Also, in movies where they're like, hey, um, you've been railing me all night. You've had me in every position. My legs were over my head. You were hitting it from behind. You went, you dropped a finger. I was blowing you. We did butt stuff. But now that it's morning, I'm going to get up to go, um, to go answer the phone and I'm going to cover myself with the sheet. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to take all the sheets with me. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to put the sheet from the bed around me. Meanwhile, you were, you were filleting me. All night long with your dong, you've seen you've seen every single square inch of my body inside and out. But now I'm a little embarrassed. I'm gonna put a sheet around myself. Or the alternative, where hey, let's go at it again, and nobody is like, hey, shouldn't we brush our teeth? Because this this is is disgusting. Ed, Ed, this is my this is on on the on the Bachelor lifestyle. I talk about this every season when they do the. When they do the overnights, the fantasy yeah. suites, I say, I'm like, just give us a quick shot of, you know how they show the shoes? Yeah. That's how you know they fucked. There's a shot of the girl's shoes like on the coffee table or the nightstand or the floor. And you're like, ah, oh, they got it on. Do the same thing, but show their toothbrushes and they're kind of glistening. You go, oh, the toothbrush yeah. is wet. They've brushed their teeth. Because they're making out in the morning. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Get up and brush your fucking teeth. Me, especially, Ed, because I sleep with that mouth guard, the night guard. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it makes it really gross in the morning. You got to brush straight away. You got to get straight in that bathroom and brush those teeth. And I, you know, I do that for my partner. 
to let them know I got a nice clean mouth for you. Of course. And, it's and disrespectful to not have yes, a clean mouth. In, in, so in a movie, just do, it's just a real quick thing. Hey, let me brush my teeth. Boom. They're back. They're back at it. You cannot you can take three yes. tenths of a second. Yes. Out of your, totally agree. Your film. I think about it all the time. Okay. Voicemail. LSU guy fucks a lot. Canes. It's uh it's an institution in, uh, the South, but mainly. Oh, he's talking about Canes. I was I uh, was talking about last week after the d- during the Super Bowl. I tried to pick up Canes, which is chicken strips and and like um, it's kind of like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Chipotle style like ranch. Uh, it's good, and they got and they so got it was closed right, and it was closed. So he's uh, he's talking about Canes. It did start Baton Rouge back when I was in college. The guy was a, I think a grad student, and that was one of the programs uh they worked or he had come up with for a class and i want to say he got like a c on the uh the project but he ended up going out on his own and starting a restaurant and it it kicked off and it's blown up down here and it's expanded slowly i don't so uh, this i don't know if if lsu's internalizing this but lsu while you were at baton rouge and all you were thinking about was fucking and getting it in with more co-eds and stacking <laughs> bodies and hitting hitting those numbers that you hit so many numbers you don't even know how many numbers you hit. This fucking guy got a C on a project and he was like, "Oh, since I'm not, since my mind isn't clouded with with pussy all the time, I'm gonna go out and start a fucking business." And oh, guess what? That business is fucking nationwide. It's in Southern California. There's two locations within driving distance of my house, and every time I go, it's a half an hour line at the drive-through. That's all, that's all I'm saying, LSU. Hey, LSU, you and I, we kind of got the same thing, all right? But you're you got a bigger body count. Let's be honest. Well, Lala, yeah, was taking all the women. So yes. this guy had nothing else to do but concentrate on, on a multi-million dollar business. That's right. He just, yes. Now this guy is rich as fuck. And L- I'm sure LSU does fine. And he's a married man now. He's, he's, he's tamed himself. He got it all out back yeah. when he was, back when he was doing big work at the, at the go tigers. <laughs> but this guy started canes and yes, I, I do pick it up for my kids. My kids hit me up to get them canes all the time. Although they also got the sweet tea there. And what's up with you guys and your sweet tea? Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> you southerners. Like, what is that? There's so much sugar in your tea. Okay, hold on. How many states in now, but it's uh, good stuff. But uh, talking about canes, Brian, what's uh, what's your go-to order? Uh, please tell me you don't get the coleslaw. Uh, I, uh, I hope you don't. But, uh, Typically down here, it's uh, you know set out the slaw for some extra bread or that yeah. Texas toast and yeah. some extra salsa. Yeah. Just want to see what your go-to order was. That's a good point. Okay, so he's right about that. I do get the slaw, but I'm they, not a slaw guy. I'm not. I it's like it's just like kind of like a change of pace, like a couple bites of it, whatever. Because it's just like those little like um, portion cups, like those little like one yeah. ounce cups of slaw. Yeah, I hear. You. But they really fuck you on the sauce there. Because there's only three. He's like, what do you get? There's only three things on the menu. There's the there's the fingers, chicken fingers. There's slaw. And there's Texas toast. And I don't really fuck with the Texas toast. But I get it for my kids and they like it. I, I only really eat the fingers with the sauce. But Ed, they fuck you on that sauce. They make you pay for the fucking sauce. 
the dip in sauce. They, oh, they'll oh, give you like... They're going to charge you for fucking sauce? Yeah. And the sauce is like, they give you like one sauce will last you like two to three fingers. So you need to get some extra ones so everybody got enough sauce. And so I just basically do the... I mean, I fuck with the coleslaw, but just because it's there. I don't like go all in on it, and I, but I don't really eat the toast because I'm mostly concentrating on the chicken fingers, which are fantastic. Really good, really crispy, really moist, and the sauce, which is great, but they shouldn't charge you for it. It's like 75 cents per sauce. That's not okay. Might even be a buck. All right. Guys, thank you for all the voicemails. Let's knock out a couple emails. We've been talking here forever. We've got a lot of stories to get to. We're going to have to race through them. Let's do a couple quick uh, voicemails or emails. Greetings, Brian and quote Ed. I I already hit Brian up over Twitter, but I'm curious what quote Ed (laughs) thinks here. I'm the owner of Odd 13 Brewing, and every so often we make a beer called Bad Guy with an Agenda as a, quote, tribute to friend of the show, Travis Rogers. We just brewed the beer again, and Brian already agreed to have me send some of the beer to talk about on the show. And by talk about, I actually mean mocking Travis. Quote, Ed, if you'd like me to ship you a four-pack to taste and mock along, let me know where to send it. That is from Ryan Scott, a first name Will order, do. obviously. Uh, Odd 13 Brewing, which is in Colorado. Ryan, uh, we did have that conversation. I didn't see the part where you said, let me know if Ed wants some too. So I did not mean to ignore you there. Of course, Ed wants some. I will, I will send you his uh, information. And then after 311, of course... 311 day um ed and i will taste some of your delicious uh odd uh bad guy with an agenda ipa here on the show thank you for that ryan and i'm sure i'm sure it's good because i've been to several breweries in colorado and they're all good oh absolutely they know they know what they're doing there uh here's another one brian and quote ed you guys i know oh yeah by the way yeah. That was not Pete, and he's putting me in quotes. He's, he's picked it up from Pete. Pete started something here. Come on, Ryan. You, you, got, you guys do a great job, and while I hate to correct you, you both left something out of last week's pod with regards to Kobe Bryant. Okay. While you accurately mentioned that people don't care about his actions in Eagle, that he treed a concierge against her will... <laughs> consequently deal did her it's what he does in parenthesis and then bullied a helicopter pilot into flying through the fog ultimately resulting in the deaths of nine people you neglected to mention a mitigating factor they were headed to an eighth grade girls basketball tournament what was he supposed to do not fly through the fog be late mambas don't quote do long car rides and only pussies fear fog shrouded hillsides that tournament might must have been as important to kobe (laughs) as poon and high-heeled boots are to lewis hamilton I thought we were going to get through a whole one without Lewis popping up. I thought he pivoted. Anyway, <laughs> keep, keep up the good work. Pete and Pocatello. Well, Pete and Pocatello with a, 
with a minor pivot, but back to his original thing. Thank you guys so much. Fantastic emails, fantastic voicemails. We love you guys. Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. Ed, what is happening in the world of sports? Um, I, I do want to point out, you know, Kobe had to get to that eighth grade girls basketball team because he's hashtag girl dad. He's girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. Yeah. Worst. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and you know that look, this is awful tragedy. It's very sad for all anyone yes. involved, obviously. But you know that there's a little more pressure when you're chauffeuring your most high profile client. If it's no good break your business. Right. No good break it. Yeah, right. It's if if it's just somebody that's in town that wants to be flown down the coastline to get a look at things from the sky, you'll fucking tell them it's not safe for sure. Hundred percent. No thanks. But if it's Kobe Bryant Yeah. Right. He died because fame got to his head. There's no question about it be. because he couldn't even com- comprehend because he's got so much money. He couldn't comprehend of doing like tedious shit that normal people have to deal with. He yeah. couldn't comprehend it. Like we've got to go. Whereas if you told uh, one of us like, hey, it's really dangerous. We're not going to do it. It's like, ah, fuck, I guess we're going to be sitting in traffic. But that's the next yeah. progression. But he. You know, that's a guy whose fame killed him. Yeah, that's exactly why he died. I, I, I don't disagree with you in any way. I think that's the, the, um, the that's the Occam's razor. The most, the least assumptions right there is what actually happened. What's up, Ed? NAIA, which is like the NCAA without any sort of pretense of rules. It's like di- it's like, like it's, Division Four. It's but there's yeah. It's like it's like the religious guys, schools and when shit. Guys are just. At, yeah, and and when they're out of uh, academic options, that's where the you know. All right, we'll let you shoot seventy times a game. Yes, it's just it's just chaos over there. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some quality there, but um, yeah. NAIA Bluefield colleges kneeling during the anthem resulted in suspensions and a forfeit. Why? Just yeah, like no, don't don't please. give it any energy. Like if it bugs you so much. Don't acknowledge it. I do it all the time with people. If you That's know, you tell your kids, right? If you know that somebody's doing something to to bother you, just act like it didn't happen, and it takes away the power. Well, you only you, you only fuck yourself. Like, who cares? Who cares if your NAIA team kneels? Who cares about the fucking anthem? Who cares? Who cares? And I want. I want. The people, I want to know the stance of all those people that were so upset by the kneeling 
I want to know how incensed they were when a cop was beaten to death on January 6th. I want to know if those people like think it's disrespecting to kneel during a basketball game. I want to see how fired up. I want to see evidence of them being fired up about January 6th. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're the, it's, that's how you know that they don't have any convictions because they, they're the same people that say blue lives matter until they take a blue life until they don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know what color they don't think matters. Right. Um, <clears throat> Japan Olympics chief, who said women talk too much will resign over remarks. Are they also, is the guy that says the sun is 93 million miles away from the earth also gonna resign? Is it, is the guy that says the sky is blue? They're going to be like, you need to resign now because you said the sky. This guy is blue. If the guy, if the, if somebody in the Japanese Olympic Committee says the that the Earth revolves around the Sun and the Moon revolves around the Earth, is he also going to have to resign his job on the, on the Olympic Committee? The only exception I would say to what he said is it should have been Ed's kids talk a lot. And it, I mean, I, just tonight, like we we try to watch. Yeah, different movies or something, or yeah. maybe it's last That's night. Cute. We try to watch yeah. it's something as a family, and we get like a half hour into it, and it's like, all right, we'll pick it up tomorrow. That's yes. enough. But they, everybody, including Michelle, everybody has this disease where they talk over important dialogue yeah. because they need to get their thoughts out. Yeah, everybody. I do. And I just yeah. turned to Michelle. I was like, they learned this from watching you. They learn this from watching you. They, every, everybody talks all the time in my house. Everybody. Where did you learn to talk over these shows like this? I learned it from watching you, okay? Exactly. I'm the only person in this. I mean, this podcast is all the talking I do for the yeah. week. Yeah. I, 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 way more than I do for the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, but people talk so much. It's okay to just let some space exist i'm i'm very guilty of this i'm i'm i make jest at this japanese olympic committee situation but i uh i'll do this i all i i like to pontificate on things i see on shows so i will pause to okay but you're pausing oh yeah i pause but i pause constantly and my lady friend just kind of looks at me like how about you just let it play like two minutes not ten, not not pause it every ten seconds to explain one fact you know about something of the, the location that this movie is taking place. Like you know, I don't give a fuck, right? No one does, but I'm 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 humoring you, except it's too many times. So I I kind of understand because I'm I'm very guilty of this. That's why that's why I make a joke. Well, at least you pause. Yeah. Well, I'm in control. I'm the man. I know how to use the remote. So I have I have um, control of it. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick's TV production was threatened by anti BLM protesters. I saw this headline, and I don't it's, I don't know what Kaepernick's doing for TV, but I know he does a lot of good work. It's a, it's a documentary. It's, so if you're anti BLM, like a five part, yeah, right. If you're anti BLM, so you're saying Black Lives Don't Matter exactly what you're saying right that's a weird thing to be anti when people are like hey just like we don't want to be killed and you're like oh can't get on board with that Mm -hmm. sorry (laughs) 
Sorry about I that. Like your, uh, I don't like your agenda. That's a, you know, <laughs> yes. I, don't, I don't like how they're approaching it. It's like th- this thing came about in the wake of Trayvon Martin. They were just saying, you know what? It, enough is enough. And yeah. once that hashtag combined with like cell phone videos, like the percentage of people who thought black people were being treated unfairly jumped like 20% after two years. Like yeah. people started seeing evidence. It was a a rallying cry that like, Hey, you, you guys need to notice all the shit that goes down. Yeah. It's a, it's it's okay. a different world. It's we don't okay. notice. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to recognize yeah. that the, the deck is sometimes stacked in your favor or against people. And it's, it's okay to just acknowledge it and see how the world can improve or, you know, new people to be held accountable. But it's crazy to have these like, you just you know that they didn't vote for your guy, yeah. and so you can't agree with like a pretty Tribalism. basic principle. Yeah, it's Ed. It's the fucking golden rule. Everything comes down to the golden rule. Everything comes to that. It's it's just that fucking simple. And it's it's weird because a lot of these people, they proclaim loudly. That they have faith. And as far as I can tell, I'm not a scholar of this, but it seems to me that nearly every faith comes down to the one basic principle that we're talking about, treating other people as you would want to be treated. Exactly. It's just that. And it's stop like looking at people like because they look different than you, that they're different than you or they hold some different belief than you. Everybody just wants to be treated with respect and dignity. It's that easy. It's not hard to do. We've taken heat in the past. And I assume those people are not still listening. I haven't checked our iTunes reviews in a while. But you, you guys are virtual signaling. We're not. We're just talking about something we. I honestly believe everybody wants to believe in themselves. Yes, absolutely. Everybody wants to to believe in the golden rule. Yeah. But if you're anti BLM, you're saying yes. you're saying the absolute opposite opposite of the golden rule. Yeah, you're that's saying black you're saying. lives don't matter. They do right. not matter. And that's you know, think about that. Okay, what else? Boxer Adrian Broner, which I hadn't heard him in a couple of years, yeah. but he's got a message for anyone who thinks he's washed. Eat a dick and put gravy on it. I mean, okay. Hey, this, there's not really a comeback to that. Like, although gravy. Gravy makes it better. Very fattening. I think it's fattening, but I mean, yeah. you know, if it's the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah, I'm 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 all aboard the oh, gravy. I, I, I cover the whole plate in gravy. I put I load the oh plate, God. and then I and I then can I ladle my it. Years worth of gravy that that meal. It's the only day I eat gravy. Thanksgiving. I think well, so. unless, unless unless a restaurant is putting it yeah. in, you know. Yeah. But, yes. but yeah, it's the only time I will ever make gravy in my house. Yeah. There used to be this restaurant where I'm from. People that are from Orange County will know this place. It was called Sid's Steakhouse, and it was. It was owned by this, um, this is since passed on, but he, it was owned by this, um, this eccentric restaurateur called Sid Sofer. And there was no sign on the restaurant. They didn't take reservations. There was no salt and pepper on the table. And if you called 
and ask for directions, they would hang up on you. And if you were, and if you, <laughs> yeah, and if you were eating at the restaurant and you're like, hey, could I get some salt and pepper? They, um, they would just t- turn around and walk away, but they would do, he would age his steaks. He did the most amazing steaks. And you would get you would get a bacon wrap filet with these mashed potatoes that he did and salad. And it was like twelve dollars. And it was so good. But Ed, this he did he did this um black this gravy. It was like I don't know what it was made from, but it was like really dark color and it would come on the mashed potatoes. And I remember one time I was eating at the bar. And this other guy was eating by me, and he they had lamb chops on special that night. And I could tell he wanted more of that gravy, but he was so afraid to ask because. And this was also the same night that I was drinking my a beer. Bit of a soup Nazi situation, right? Yes, this was also the same night that I was drinking my beer out of a champagne glass because they ran out of every other kind of glass. It was just that kind of place. And he's, I just remember him being so sheepish to ask, "Hey, do you think? I'm sorry, but do you, is it possible maybe?" Could I get a little more of that gravy? And the gravy was so fucking good. And yeah, she brought it to him. So yes, but I would say this. Eat a dick. The better, the better. Um, I mean, put some gravy on it is kind of good. And so I can't really think to improve on it because I wouldn't think to say that in the first place. But I would say eat a dick until until the gravy comes out. <laughs> there you I, go. I got, I, may, I brew my own homemade gravy. And it's the antidotes in there. So if you want, you can eat this dick until, until you get the gravy or, you know, I don't know. I have to workshop it a little bit. I can't do it better than eat or donor. Yeah. Spitball it for a little while. Yeah. Get the whiteboard out. Yeah. I, I, I but I, was, I would want, I would want some type of a, of a jizz related punchline to, to really like hit home. Although it might not be, it might not be possible to improve upon eat a dick and put gravy on it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, exactly. Good for Adrian Broner. Ed, what's going on in the world of not sports stories? Uh... This is kind of a not surprising at all and surprising story, all in the same thing. R.I.P. Larry Flint, which we all, I think, can agree it was probably his time. Here's the surprising part. Yeah. He was 78 years old in 2021. Just, I mean. I'll see I'll see <laughs> Pretty good movie. Milos Foreman, Edward yes. Norton, Woody Harrelson. Uh, Courtney Love Love played the wife. Pretty good movie. I recall seeing the theater, The People versus Larry Flint, but that was in the late 1990s, pre 9 11. I believe it was like 96 or 7. Yeah. Something like that. I thought Larry Flint was 73 at the time that came out, and that would have been 25 years ago. I, I, I thought for sure he was in his 90s. Yes. Also, he's one of 78. He he actually like is. Let's be honest. His pornography was disgusting. His magazine really was gross, really gross. But that said, he was a great champion for free speech, no matter what you think of him. 
he was yeah he he really walked the walk to the point that he they tried to murder him like he started this in the south i believe he was from the cincinnati ohio northern kentucky area i believe i believe you're right yeah and he was he was shot by a sniper in the spine and lost the use of his legs it because like 40 years ago right right, right because he cared about free speech or you know he wanted to publish dirty magazines that said he's also one of those guys much like stephen hawking i believe he was one of these guys that pivoted to the nurse like whoever was whoever (laughs) was in charge of cleaning him yeah he was like how about we just get married i believe he married the nurse who was you know tended to his needs r.i.p larry Um, flint yes certainly walk the walk yep um here's one of those kind of ordinary headlines that i felt like maybe we shouldn't even bother with but i'll just say it mississippi teen reunited with pet rooster after it escaped at a cracker barrel in alabama while the boy was attending a civil war reenactment <laughs> i mean that's, that's really the onion every box there yeah we hit on. every box there i mean it's got it's not just because of just because the brevity factor. It's still not as good as Wolf Hybrids Kill Mini Horse, but it's there's so many things in there. It's got Mississippi in it. It's got Teen. It's got Rooster, but the Rooster is modified by a word before it. Pet. It's the and then the Pet Rooster escaped. That's there. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Beca- only because Waffle House would have been a little too on the nose. Cracker Barrel is there, which is amazing. And then the the, the last three words, Civil War reenactment. Insane. Insane that they're doing that. And then it's it happened in Mississippi and Alabama. I mean, that's they just really wanted to please us with that. I'm just happy this guy got his pet rooster back. I remember I told you I um I went I stayed in an Airbnb on a um on a farm or yeah, in a barn recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and said that. As I was driving into the barn, a rooster, there was chickens there and a rooster was in the middle of the road where I was driving, having his way with one of the hens. Well, just really don't call them cocks for nothing. Right. Just really like had her by the neck, you know, cause all basically all animal sex is rape. And he was go, he was doing work right there and i'll be honest i never really thought about how it went down and and it's it's exactly what you're picturing that rooster was just hitting it rape Um, style it's it's pretty crazy that these civil war reenactments still go on yeah like because it i mean or the confederate flag like the tv show weeds lasted long longer than the confederacy it wasn't like that big of a uh uh a movement in history. It was just a fuck up for four years that nobody can get over. Um, yeah, agreed. But the, the chick from weeds was way hotter than the Confederacy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I watched and then I think I watched even like through, through the last season and I was like, why am I watching this? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because there she is a small it. chance I'm yeah. going to see her name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, was, that was the only, by the end, it was really, yeah. I, I enjoyed it for a while, yeah. but every show, there's just a shelf life. It, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, they it can't go on forever. She, but she's she's one of those ones, and her name escapes me. 
Um, Mary Stewart. Stuart Masterson? No, it's something like that. Yeah. She, um, she, she's one of those. Mary Louise Parker. That's her name. Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. yeah. She's one of those ones that only gets better with age. Yeah. You know, like she was hotter on weeds than she was when she was in fried green tomatoes. And she's probably hotter now than when she was on weeds. I could definitely see that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the rare few that just only somehow get more beautiful as, as they get more mature. Good for her. Um, Bruce Springsteen. We, uh, we took some shots out yeah. of last week because yeah. of his commercial. And then the news broke that he got a DUI and uh, Jeep was removing the ads. And then the story came out. Cops saw him having one shot of tequila with fans and they, uh, and he was on his bike and they did not let him get out of the parking lot and arrested him for a DUI. I, I heard not only that, he only, he only mounted his bike and started it. He didn't even start to roll on it. And what? what yeah, kind it's of, not like he was wobbly. This is this is like they just saw it and they're like, "Why right, we got him?" I yeah. mean, my God, this dude is like the king of New Jersey. He lived ten minutes away, and he he was just he had one shot with fans. with some fans who were yeah. like, "Hey, let's give." So anybody knows. All right, I can have one shot, and and. Yes. It's not going to kill. And it doesn't make it for an awkward mood. It's like, all right, sure, I'll have a shot, and then I'm on my way. And I, immediately after the DUI, you see a whole bunch of people being like, I've known Bruce my whole life. And, like, his dad was an alcoholic. He doesn't get shit-faced because, like, he'll nurse one drink for yeah. a party. Like, it was all this shit, and you just think, my God. Like, this cop needs to make a name for himself yes. right by where Bruce lives. Bruce yes. is Mr. New Jersey. Absolutely. I'm not let him let him get wobble into a car and plow people over. But they, there was no basis for it. They just decided we're going to, we're going to arrest this I, dude. I believe his, what I read, his blood alcohol level was like 0.025, one quarter of the legal limit. A quarter of the legal limit. Yes. He I had don't, one shot. He yeah. literally, like he said, no, I just had one drink right there. And he was, it was truthful. He just had one drink. Yes. What, uh, what are the laws there? What do you? What kind of system are you running over there in New Jersey, Ed? You sp- I, I mean, if that law is going to work against the most famous New Jersey resident, that's insane. It's, and we talked insane. about this over text. This is much like that shithead Texas cop that arrested Willie fucking Nelson for weed. Right. It's, it's unacceptable. It's just certain people are above the law. It's just, that's just all there is to it. Right. Willie in Texas. Willie in Texas. Willie should be carried around. Yes. The police should give him an escort everywhere he goes in Texas. Absolutely. He is the fucking, he's the, the grandpa of the country, but even more so in Texas, he's done more for Texas than pretty much anybody. Similarly. Yeah. And Bruce, the Bruce boss, is a good person too. He does dude. a lot of shit for New Jersey. Yes. Unbelievable. Uh. I, I mean, I really was just so because at first you see it, and he had just had that shitty commercial, and I was thinking, "Oh, wow, this is this has been a bad week for him." And then you realize he just got fucked by by a couple of shitty cops. Like that's what it comes yep. down to. Yep. And every police officer in New Jersey should release a statement that these fucking guys, we we are not standing behind the blue, the thin blue line with these guys. These are bad cops. We need to separate ourselves from them. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This this guy should be shamed out of his job 
he there's should two of them two of them both of them should be i remember one time a, a chp guy told me he's like you can do he's like you can do 14 miles an hour over the speed limit he's like but you can't do 15 and he goes and if and he was a lieutenant and he goes if one of my officers comes to me at the end of the day and he and he gives me a ticket and he's written somebody a ticket for going 14 miles over the speed limit and not 15 he's like i'm gonna write him up that's 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 the rules 15 miles an hour over is what you can write a ticket for not 14 so similarly you could you can look get there's drunk people out there pull over the drunk people and get them off the road i'm not I don't, I do not condone, I've never no does. really, I don't drive, I don't drive that much anyway, yes. but I've never driven drunk. Like I just don't. You don't have to. I don't drive. Yeah. Right. But, but to just like set up a fucking trap cause you saw the guy do a, Unbelievable. a, a sh- one shot in a parking lot. It's These dis- fucking animals. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, uh, scientists say they found a portal to the fifth dimension. <laughs> I don't even know how to process that. What? What is the fifth dimension? I don't know because we can't. We only have the f- five senses, so it's like there's. I mean, it's kind of like look. Well, I know three D is shit coming out. So yeah. four is what? Yeah. Do we live in four dimension? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I, here's what I'll tell you. I'm in my life. I have dabbled in the psychedelic realm. It's, yeah, and I'm not saying this happened a couple weeks ago, but I was looking at this tree. And I realize, and this happens to me every time I, I go to the psychedelic realm, I realize that these, that these, all these other life forms on the planet have a consciousness that we don't understand. And they communicate in a way that we can't see and we can't understand. And they their civilizations have been here much longer than our civilizations and they will continue to be here after we're gone. They know we're just visiting this place and they're here forever. And Man, I, you must have gotten really fucked up. Yeah, and so and I, this happens every time. And <laughs> so they know they know that we're just kind of an experiment and they're the actual thing and they'll they've been, they saw the dinosaurs hanging out and they knew the dinosaurs were temporary and now the dinosaurs are gone and now we're here and they know we're temporary and they're just going to continue to exist and that so there's probably all sorts of that shit you know you walk around on the ground the ground that you walk on is covered with bacteria there's there's all sorts of life forms going on. There's whole galaxies and universes happening under your feet that you don't understand. And also, as... When, when you said you recently... Uh, are you talking about like an hour ago? Because like this, this conversation feels like you're still so I talk about the shit. feeling This it. is the kind of shit I do when I pause the show. This <laughs> is the kind of stuff I talk about. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson, who you're a fan of, as, as am I. Oh, you missed, I posted on my story the other day because somebody posted that Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson was a horse in his, in his twenties. And the man, the man was a fucking sex god, Ed. You got to look up, Google some was young. Was he wearing the vest? He didn't have the vest back then because he, he was all fit. I think he might've been a wrestler and he got, he had the, um, he had like the chops sideburns and the, like the little mini fro. Wow. My man, my man was doing work LSU Lala style back then, but he says, you know, he's done the math. 
there's a 50% chance we could be living in a simulation right now. That this is whatever we perceive as being real is just is just a, a computer program. And we think we're living real life and we're just sims, just like the fucking video game. So the fifth dimension could be a, the, this whole different thing that's happening around us that we just can't perceive of because we don't have the senses to do it. We don't have the consciousness to get us to the fifth dimension. So, hey... I'm I'm interested. I want to I want to know what these guys are what these guys found. That's all. Yeah. I would rather these guys focus on like getting salt out of the water so there's more drinking water. <laughs> that's that's good. People. I like Well, you know, you know my thing when I become the king, I take all I take all the scientists off cancer research, all the like mundane shit. And I get him to figure out that I get him to figure out that stringless banana. How come? And don't tell me to fucking peel it the other way. I do peel it the other way. That is how I peel it. There's still fucking strings. Okay. What? How are we? How is it 2021? And we still have fucking strings on our bananas. It's disgusting. I was fighting with a string yes. like a few days ago. Yeah, it's disgusting. And it, it's tough to get off your finger yes. too. Ugh. Gross. Um, big announcement. From Katherine Heigl on the Drew Barrymore show, she said nobody calls her Catherine. <laughs> nobody. I, listen, nobody calls me Katherine Heigl. That's her name. Well, what what do they call her? She revealed. Oh, no. I don't know. Her friends call her Kate. <laughs> or, or Katie, Kate, Katie. Katie. Kate. Yeah, that makes sense. Catherine. I mean. That would be, <laughs> yeah. that would be like, uh, I'm sorry, no one calls me Edward. I'd be like, oh, well, what could it be? Is yeah. it doorknob? Yeah. What, what do they call you? Yeah. It's Ed. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh, well. Well, I mean, her profession. Drew Barrymore has a show. I know it's crazy. I think it's doing pretty well. You know who else has a show? Is the um, that rotund um, chick from American Idol, Kelly Clarkson? Kelly Clarkson. I'm Kelly Clarkson. Who's Kelly Clarkson? Um, <laughs> Yeah, Drew Barrymore has a show. Something, Catherine. More, more importantly, why is she interviewing Catherine Heigl? Kate Heigl. Yeah, wasn't it like? Didn't she get dumped from Grey's Anatomy because nobody liked her? Yeah, yeah, because she's she's problematic. Apparently, she's she's very opinionated on her name. Yes, it's very no, yeah nobody calls me catherine nobody oh okay okay what, what do you want to be called yeah yeah i know well good for her and uh we should finish on a uh a high note yeah Hitler, hitler's toilet seat sold for nineteen thousand dollars after being looted by u.s soldiers from his bavarian retreat during world war II. oh oh this is um the eagle's nest I've been there. Toilet seat. Yeah. The, well, the, uh, I've been to the Eagle's Nest, and it's been remodeled. I'm I'm certain that there's toilet seats there. It's on, it's on the top of a mountain. You have to take a elevator to get to the top of the mountain to go to his to Hitler's retreat. Um, what is it with the? What are you gonna do with? You're gonna yeah, frame it? What I are you gonna know. do with? Hey, see over there. Yeah. That's where the Defreer curled one out. Yeah. Right on that thing. Ed. Ed. Come on. <laughs> Uh, this is a lot. This is a lot like um, Chris Cooper in American Beauty. He had that plate. Oh yeah, he had that one right. Nazi plate. He had some shit in his garage, right? And uh, you just you know people people collect that stuff, and uh, 
sometimes for the wrong reasons, I think. But it's that yeah. is kind of weird. Like, how would you even know? Does it does it have a certificate of authenticity? Do they get DNA off of it? Like, how would okay, you know? Even so, yeah. What do you what do you do with that? I don't know. A plate as as if you're a disgusting Nazi yeah. enthusiast. Yeah, it's still a plate. You can yeah. like display it or something. Yeah, a toilet seat. I've never once seen a toilet seat on display. And I've been to Graceland. The most famous toilet seat in America is not on display. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he died on that thing. The king. Yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate toilet seat in America, and that's not on display. What do we need? Right. Hitler's not famous for taking dumps. Yeah. No, he's not. He's he's famous for having that weird dick. Yeah. Is he had Super a weird. micro penis or something or had the hole on the bottom. There's a name for it. Might have had one testicle too. Yeah, one testicle. I think we talked about this recently. Um yeah. yeah. Well, it's if you got 19 grand for Hitler's toilet seat, like you're you got too much money. Like you shouldn't have that 19 grand. Of course. Yeah. And then somebody who wants that should never have that kind of money. Yeah, I agree. You should be destitute if you want to if you want to spend your money on toilet this seats is, from Nazis. Yeah, that's worse than. Remember when that comic book guy would buy all Mark McGuire's home run balls? Yes, and it was, was like an exhausting person to know. Yeah, and they're like th- three Mark McGuire's seventieth home run sells for three million dollars, and it was just like he was just like bidding against himself because who right. else was going to spend three million dollars for? Mark McGuire's home run ball. And also, you know how baseball cards aren't worth anything anymore? Remember, everyone's right. like, oh, baseball cards. It's going to be my retirement. And now no one gives a shit because millennials don't collect right. baseball cards, so they don't give a shit. Right. There's, that's the same with Mark McGuire's 70th home run. Like, nobody's buying that. Nobody. Like, you spent $3 million and you you made comic books or something. And now I mean, it's that just, kind of stuff is cool to be in the Baseball Hall of Fame, yeah. but it's not cool for any other reason. Yeah. Yes. I agree. It's just like, what are you going to have like your own? And then what are you going to loan it to the Hall of Fame or you just have it like in your entryway? How many people? It's it makes COVID. no sense. Who's coming over? Nobody. That's right. And yeah. if they're going to come over, it's certainly, it's certainly not going to be the weird guy who collects baseballs. Exactly. That's exactly right. And yeah, it's like you're not, you're not going to impress any chicks. Like, hey, look at my baseball collection. What? That's dumb. You know, like that's not cool. Uh, you know what? I just realized I have a meeting early in the morning. Right, I'm out. I, I'm sorry. I, got, <laughs> I didn't realize. I, go. I thought you were rich. I didn't realize you collected baseballs. Can you call me yeah, an Uber, please? Jeez, can you, I didn't realize what time it was. Can you call me? <laughs> can you call me a helicopter? I got. I got, I got an I eighth grade basketball game. We need. We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, For Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 359 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Hell yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Talking loud covers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hit the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller 
And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you play us and shock call us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller